Hello, and welcome back to the Astro Read. We are your hosts, Stella and Nayeli. And this podcast is all about celebrity news, astrology, and how to use astrology in your everyday life. Welcome back to our current subscribers and hello to all our new viewers tuning in today. If you're new and like our content, please feel free to subscribe by continuing to gain subscribers. It allows us to continue making this content and your comments help us get ideas on new episodes and what topics you like best. So you always hear about love triangles, but what about a love rectangle? So this would be involving Tom Brady, Giselle Bündchen, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Gigi Hadid. So we're going to explore how these four celebrities intermingle when it comes to sinistry and a relationship, starting with Tom Brady and Giselle Bündchen. So they both have recently announced their divorce. They were together for a long time, I think like a decade, right? If not more. And they're breaking up and they were like the Ken and Barbie for the longest time in the celebrity world with Giselle being this globally famous supermodel, Tom Brady being a celebrated football player. And now they're breaking up. We're going to dive in to see were Tom Brady and Giselle compatible to begin with? Why did they even get together? And then Leo DiCaprio, how he gets into the mix is that I'm surprised that a lot of people now aren't wondering if Giselle and Leo were meant to be after all this time, because now they're both somewhat single, not really. So Gigi I think will not admit that she's with him. Like they said, they come out of the same restaurants, all of that, but Gigi won't admit she's with Leo. I, I think she's just trying to keep Zane's feelings a check. So yeah, so <laughs> Leo's with Gigi now. They're together for the most part. It's not obvious. It's not official. It's not official. Know. They haven't announced they it. They show up at the same place all the time. Yeah, there's just pictures of them in the same place, reports. <laughs> Um, it's not officially announced. People can assume that they are together or see each other on some kind of level. So that's probably why people aren't talking about Leo and Giselle and the possible resurgence of that. And then, yeah, that begs the question, is Leo a better fit for Giselle? Were they meant to be? Or is he actually a good fit with Gigi, even though she's his typical 20-something-year-old that he dates? So lots to dive in this mystic love triangle. So let's get started. So Stella, any quick thoughts on this as we dive in? Quickly, I can see why Giselle and Tom were together. They both have their Mars-Venus connection, right? I'm going to see where the other one is. So yeah, so the Venus, her Venus is in the same sign as his Mars, which means the way she receives love is how he gives love. So she was probably really connected to how either caring or loving he was or how exciting because it is Gemini. So it might've been youthful, exciting, energetic love. And they were very connected on that level. But ultimately, I think some of the issues came around that Uranus and Scorpio, just that instability of that planet in the second house for him and in her 11th house is just the fact that it, in Sinistry, it's in the same sign. There's just this energy and animosity between them, especially since her moon is there as well. Could have just been that issue, but there are so many other things going on in the chart. What do you see as like the biggest reason why they got together and then the biggest reason why they separated? That's a good question. As far as why they got together, like, <laughs> I'm wondering myself. 
Honest, I think that she was probably at a stage in her life where she wanted to have kids. Like I get that sense. Her son is cancer, but she's a Capricorn ascendant. So I think she's probably somebody that was very nurturing, wanted to have a family. And Tom Brady probably seemed like the type of guy that she could get with to do that. That's what I think. I'm looking at their Venus and Mars. I mean, their Mars and Venus align. His Mars is in Gemini. Her Venus is in Gemini. So same signs there. I don't know. I think I know what broke them apart more than what got them together. It's funny because I was comparing like the inner planets of Giselle, Tom Brady, Leo, Gigi, and I highlighted areas of compatibility and I didn't really highlight a lot for Tom Brady and Giselle. Like I'm sure, I think they're both ambitious people. They have really strong Mm -hmm. like Capricorn influences. I think they both care about the deeper things in life and the environment and society. And they probably communicated on those levels and really thought, oh, okay, like we could be a power couple together. But other than that, I don't see anything. I don't know. I, I would have to, as I go through my notes, I think so, it will come up. But yeah, yeah I'm struggling no. here. <laughs> of so no, compatibility-wise, compatibility-wise, her Venus is in Gemini and his Mars is in Gemini. So that's their first line of communication, yeah. uh, give and receive. Yeah. Then his Saturn are in the same sign as her North Node of Leo. Yeah. Then another compatibility is their Jupiter as well is also in Gemini in the same sign as her Venus. So mm-hmm. that's represents the husband is for track yeah. that attract. So it's destined. Then of course we have the Mars, her Mars is in the same sign as his North node. So the energy or the actions that she has helping to achieve his goal to support him in overcoming those issues that he might have, overcoming the adversity that he might have. And it all goes back to what everybody keeps rumoring that she used to like give him crystals and so witchy type of stuff. I think it's just positive energy. I don't think it's really like witchy stuff, but she created some sort of positive energy vortex for him and created that push to help him overcome the adversity. And he saw her as the person who could take the actions to help him get there as well. And of course, I think that the biggest, another issue is love my Leo's out there, but he's Leo son and he is Saturn in Leo as well in the 11th house. So there's a lot of hype around him, but also that hype brings a lot of adversity to him. It also brings a lot of pressure whether or not he's going to accomplish something, whether or not he's going to be able to do something, right? Her being able to give him that support with her North Node there, like her purpose really became about helping him move forward. But ultimately, (laughs) being that she is son in cancer, she wants to settle down because she sees that the father figure in the family, the partner that she's with as the person to provide that as well. However, Leos make a lot of promises. (laughs) And sometimes they don't complete, they don't follow through. And if you can find a Leo who keeps their word, that is like gold star, because that means it's really attached to the lessons and the karma that they've learned and they've already overcome it. So they're like high functioning Leo, let's call them, or like even just like high emoting Leo. But a lot of times, especially as a person who has moon in Scorpio, for example, you see me on the BS and you're connected to that idea. I want to settle down. I want to see the future. I want to be able to have some sort of semblance of stability especially with that watery energy, you're unstable enough. You need someone to really stand there and hold you. But that fiery Leo energy, like he was supposed to retire, but he didn't. He was supposed to settle down, but he didn't. So yeah, you have the family, 
but you don't have the man. You have the personality, the person who's going to make and provide you financial stability, but you don't have someone who can provide you emotional stability, especially since his Uranus is conjunct her moon, Mm -hmm. that sort of energy doesn't make her feel stable. But also another point of their connection as well is that his moon is in Aries and it's also ruled by the same planet as her moon, which is in Scorpio as well. So it's just like those types of things cannot be overcome. And it could have been that she got to the point where she realized, oh, he's not going to settle down. I need to make a decision. And so her decision is to put family first. Her decision is to put herself first. And being that her ascendant in Capricorn, she's probably a really stable person. She's probably a person who is trying to create stability for her children. And at the end of the day, like all of her actions were to be more secure. And sort of his idea of the future is totally different. So they're not meeting in the middle or they might have met in the middle, but it was a bunch of promises that just could not be complete. And I'm not saying that on a personal level, it is the Leo trait. Like it's about pushing the envelope when it comes to what your ego can accept or what your ego can have. And it becomes that maybe the game became a part of his emotional needs. Maybe the game became more important than his family or becomes more important than his family. And she just couldn't accept that anymore. And this is all speculation again, but these are the transits and the way that you can interpret one way rather that Mm -hmm. you can interpret the astrology that's going on here. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And I think that's probably what some people wonder if they're reasoning or the reasons that have been described as the cause of their divorce is real or not. I think a lot of what you're saying, it shows in the natal charts of them both and their sinistry, but it's also things that people have mentioned that him going back on his word of retiring was just like the last straw for Giselle. And she decided, okay, this is it. And some people may wonder, is that the real reason or was there another reason? And I think that is probably the real reason. And I think what I see from Giselle's chart is that she's somebody that has notable cancer influence, probably wants a family, is probably very supportive. As far as the psychic aspect, I think she is psychic. I think she's into that stuff. She like saged her car. Somebody took paparazzi pictures of her saging her car. I think she is psychic. She's from Brazil. Brazil is very, it's a very cool place where that stuff is very commonplace. Like she probably did do a little juju on him to help him and his success. And he had very successful years in football while they were married. But that's a whole other episode as far as psychic celebrities are concerned. But as far as- We could make an episode about that. If you put a comment below. Yes. Comment below if you'd like a video on psychic celebrities. To our (laughs) list of upcoming episodes to consider for 2023. Because that would be, because there are a few celebrity charts I've read where I'm like, these people are psychic and that probably leads to their success. But I digress. She is a supportive person. She has, and I think that's a struggle where she naturally is a supportive person. She's a cancer. That's her sun sign. She has Libra on the 10th house, which could manifest as somebody that may need to have relationship as part of the career or may put the relationship before career. But then at the same time, she's also has a tendency to be very ambitious and she is ambitious. It was, if not still is the highest paid supermodel or was when she was actively doing more modeling gigs. She re- coming from a small town in Brazil to her status now. It's just, it's- funny. And who's the highest paid supermodel now? Is it Gigi Hadid? Oh, interesting. Interesting. I didn't realize that. With one of the Jenners. Which one is it? Caitlyn Jenner? Or no? Kendall 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 Jenner. 
Kendall Jenner is it, they're in competition as some of the highest paid supermodels. So interesting. it's interesting. Interesting. <laughs> and then Leo is now dating the, yeah, the new highest paid supermodel, but Giselle has a lot of indications in her chart that, she, that would make her very ambitious and very much value her career. So she has a grand earth trine, meaning she has three planets or three components in her chart that take up each of the earth signs in her chart. She has her moon in the 10th house of career. She has Mars, the planet of action in the 10th house. Her Mars is right next to her midheaven, which can make her very motivated in getting into her ideal career. And her midheaven is in Libra, which can mean that she could have a career that involves beauty, that involves relationship, that even involves social justice. And she's interested in all those things. It has been very successful. She also has Pluto, the planet of transformation in the 10th house. She's a Capricorn rising. So that, all of that together will make somebody very ambitious. Tom Brady is also very ambitious. So I'm sure those things drew them together. And she ended up playing like the mom role with her cancer abilities. I can imagine that with her strong, ambitious nature and her natal chart, she probably grew resentful of that. Yes, she wants to nurture and yes, she wants to have a family, but she also wants to be on the top of her game in her career. And she probably wasn't, I think she even mentioned that she took a backseat to her career when she decided to get married and have kids. And that was probably only so long that she could do that. And it probably was going to never have an end in sight with Tom Brady never retiring. And, but then again, I think to myself, okay, but does her getting divorced help the problem? Because her kids still need somebody to take care of them. And who's going to do that if they're divorced? It's going to be the but same see, dynamic. There's a different dynamic that we're all like, especially when it comes to lovers and sinistry, yeah. there needs to be a sense of connection. And at the end of the day, how can I say this? It might've been her proving to him, like, you're only successful because of me. Because, and here's the big because, because I'm looking and I'm like, where does it show that he would be successful? Because you're saying it. And I'm like, oh, no, I mean, no, it shows no, he would I'll be famous. I'm not I'll saying get, you're no, right. I, I get you. Right. At you, yeah. But he would be famous. Doesn't show that he would be the goat that he is. Yeah. So it's sort of like you sit here and you're like, it just shows he would be famous. It doesn't necessarily say he would be the best football player. According to his astrology, I mean, his earth sign energy, meh. You know what I'm saying? It's not the strongest. What is strong is that he has a partner that supports him in that process yeah and being that his moon is in the seventh house it's important for him emotionally to have someone who supports that in order for him to either believe in himself or to be stronger as a contender yeah. or whatever the case may be i think this was and this is just me speculating more of like on that bet bet oh you could do this by yourself oh bet let's see what happens let's see what happens to you without me and so and without, her being... crystals and without her psychic abilities that's a good, good point and I just feel like that's the thing because there's no real strong earth energy to make him like a sports type of person yes there's fire a... energy he has strong fire exactly energy. so the he has drive. strong fire energy which means that he can force a lot of things which means he has to push very hard yeah which means things won't come as easily especially no. when you have saturn and leo in yeah. the 11th house that fame yeah. does not come easily you know what i'm saying you have to learn a lot of lessons you have to work very hard i will never say he's not a hard-working person but i will say is that she was doing crystals or not like that support made a difference astrologically especially in the trajectory of where he's going in life and especially now he's got that saturn opposition 
going on and it's about to enter his third house. So what does that mean? Does that mean he's going to be traded into another team? Does that mean he's going to be left on the wayside? How is that going to affect him in the future? And for her, I only see like good things because Saturn will be going into her sixth house, which would be a transformation maybe of, or even just hardships around her work-life balance, building her career back up. I would say that she has the biggest comeback once she divorces him, because then she could focus all of that positive energy into herself, into making herself famous again, let's say. Yeah. <laughs> not that she's not, just doing projects that she loves, because look, there's so many other, Heidi Klum, for example, other supermodels that have been able to do amazing projects, even as moms, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And whether or not they were divorced, it doesn't matter, but they've been able to do these projects and she could possibly get involved in that sort of reality television genre yeah. or even in the fashion world or maybe creating her own brand, being that she's a person who has a very strong 10th house in Libra and maybe activating and I would say even creating her own maybe skincare line or like beauty line or hair products yeah. or all around, you know what I'm saying? Someone who's looked at in the beauty community in maybe 10 years or five years where we're all like wanting to get Giselle's products and things like that. So that would be interesting to see what she invests her time in. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. Yeah, she's definitely entering a new era for herself. I could definitely see, yeah, I agree with you with her midheaven in Libra and it having good planets near it. I could see her having a skincare line, some kind of beauty line, maybe doing something where she can incorporate her psychic abilities, getting more into spirituality or being more of a motivational speaker or having a lifestyle brand. Like I could see all those things going, being things that she starts getting into and as she morphs from just being a model but a question that comes up is will Tom Brady just keep on playing football forever why can't he retire like why can't he just be home with the kids and I just think that being active is his life like he has that strong fire energy and his weakest element is actually earth he only has one planet in the earth sign in sorry in the earth element and Giselle has a good amount of earth energy with her earth trine and other placements. So like you said, she brought that stability to him that he didn't necessarily have on his own. Like he probably had the drive, but maybe not that groundedness to make it successful, to make it sustainable. And she probably provided that influence, but she also- So I said, bet, oh, you could do this on your yeah. own? Really? Okay. Yeah. I know. Let's find out. I was like, yeah. this was like a dare. Like they yeah. were, they mesh well together. They have good planets together. They probably really care about each other, but she's tired of his nonsense. She yeah. wants to settle down. She wants yeah. to have more stability in her life. And he's just not willing to maybe support her career as much yeah. as she supported his. Yeah, That's another he, thing. He's probably very with his strong fire energy, even though he wants to be nurtured. Another thing that leads to him probably needing a partner is his Venus and cancer. So probably pretty needy where he wants to be catered to in the relationship. But then he also has this strong fire energy. So he has his grand fire trine, three of his planets, sun, Neptune, and moon, are on they're each in different fire signs they form a triangle in his chart and so that's going to give him this great drive and like you said it's not drive where it automatically brings success like he has to push and maybe do things that may not there was the whole like cheating scandal in football that he was in a few years ago 
with his past coach, Belichick, when he was with the Patriots, who knows if that's true or not, but he's probably the type of person that will do whatever it takes to be successful. And he has his Pluto conjunctus ascendant, which can make him very competitive, want to have power. His son is next to Saturn. That's going to give him this push to keep on pushing himself and not think that anything is ever enough because Saturn is the hard teacher and it's next to his planet of identity. His Mars, the planet of action, is in good aspect with his ascendant, that ascendant representing how he comes across. And it's in an air sign, which is like all that fire, like increasing with air and mixing up. It's just intense. Yeah. Very intense. Exactly. And then he has his moon in Aries which I've mentioned Moon and Aries is coming up a lot with these celebrities. And as I've mentioned before in other episodes, proceed with caution. If you date or marry somebody with Moon and Aries, prepare to have somebody that emotionally thinks about themselves her. And what's Giselle's moon in? Scorpio? I don't know if that goes well together. Moon and Aries, moon and Scorpio. I think it makes them both- ruled by, They're ruled by the same, they're ruled by Mars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so so that could be that connection. They're both very passionate yes. when, when they communicate. She would be able to forgive him because she'd probably see uh, with his communication style, like mm-hmm. a deeper meaning to it, things like that. She'd be forgiving in general because she's a son in cancer. But yeah, definitely that connection could be good. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sure there was passion for sure. Emotional passion. They probably like really got each other when they first met. But Scorpios and Aries for moon signs are about themselves first emotionally and then moon and Scorpio when they're burned they really hold a grudge and also they may not with a moon and Scorpio sometimes you don't put all your feelings out there or you're like behind the scenes like you're taking it in you're like yeah it's fine but behind the scenes you're like super resentful like I could totally see that and then she probably finally snapped and like you said was like oh okay you're gonna do this I'm really gonna say what I said I was gonna do I'm gonna divorce you so yeah I can see Tom Brady being very much about sports and what he wants to do and even though he wants to be in a relationship and wants to be supported his natural inclination is not to think about what he has to say sacrifice to have both parties win in a certain way. Funny enough, Tom Brady's sole purpose is all about finding the balance between his own needs and the needs of a relationship. So his North Node is in Libra in the first house. So figuring out that balance is something that is very important. It's part of his soul growth, but soul purposes They're never easy to accomplish, so it's not going to be in his wheelhouse to really strive for that, but that is what he's meant to do to grow soul-wise. And then he also has two T-squares in his chart. So T-squares are when three planets or components make a T-shape. They provide... When somebody has a T-square, usually like three areas of your in your life are always hard to balance. Tom Brady has two T-squares, one of them involving his first house of self, his seventh house of relationships, and his 10th house in career. So he probably has a challenge in being true to himself and doing what he wants to do, having a successful relationship, doing his ideal career, um, and the balancing act to put that all in balance is the fourth house of home and family. And so maybe he felt, okay, I can never navigate a successful relationship and be a top football player and do what I want to do. But if I meet somebody and I have a family, like it's going to put it, it's going to make it all work. It's going to put it all in balance because the family will be the anchor for me and that person. My career will feed into the success of the family. I want a family. So it fulfills my needs. So he achieved that with Giselle, but it just 
didn't work out because he ended up marrying somebody that is also very ambitious. And at the end of the day, even if you get the balance that you're looking for, you still have to feed into that balance. You can't just have it be there and think that everybody is going to cater to you. <laughs> yeah. So Tom Brady has two other unique configurations. He has a mystic rectangle himself. So four planets form a rectangle in his chart. He also has a yod which is a configuration that creates a Y in his chart. So a mystic rectangle like creates like a vortex in a natal chart. Anything that's involved in that vortex becomes the focus of the person's life to the neglect of everything else that's in the chart. It's just like this vortex. The Tom Brady's mystic rectangle includes his moon in Aries, which makes him about himself, his Mars in Gemini, which makes him really active, whether it's mentally, physically, his Neptune is Sagittarius, which makes him want to search for a higher meaning in life and his Pluto and Libra, which could probably make him want to be in relationship, but also not really know how to handle it could also give him a higher sense of social justice. The houses involved in the mystic rectangle involve his second, sixth, eighth, and 12 houses. None of them really involve like the home and family, the relationship. So it could mean that even though he wants to be in a relationship, the vortex in his life is always going to get sucked into his own higher awareness, his own physical activity. Then on top of that, his yod, the focal point of the yod, the bottom of the Y is his moon in Aries in the sixth house. So when I think of his football career and I and think about being him being active, I think of that planet placement being one of the strongest indicators of that because the moon in Aries is a part of his grand trine, which makes him have that high drive. It's part of his mystic rectangle. The moon is in a very active sign of Aries. It's in the work sign of the sixth house. And so his life mission is represented by that house, him being a football player, him being active. That is a part of his life mission. His life will always reconfigure to fulfill that goal at the expense of everything else. So even though he wants the family and he needs that support and he probably made good use of Giselle's psychic juju, at the end of the day, his active lifestyle and what he wants is going to win out. Giselle had no chance. She mm -hmm. probably did herself a favor by leaving. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. you know, I'm sure it boiled down to him really feeling, I did this myself, whatever. Okay, that's fine. But let's see what happens to him after, post the divorce or post the breakup mm -hmm. and see where his career goes. Because again, like that family really anchors him in. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's just all the actions that you take in life have consequences. So mm -hmm. we're really going to see like maybe a scandal bruise because Saturn being in the 11th house is about scandal. It's about setbacks. It's about holding you back from what you really want to accomplish. So we're going to see where it goes because she she was holding the line. She was right there. Her North Node was about beating down or influencing in a positive way or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, maybe he makes the wrong step in the future. Maybe something comes up or he makes a decision whether it's decisive in a game or not, that can really affect his future. So we're all about to see. <laughs> yeah. We're all about to see what's going to happen next. Yeah, for sure. And the, yeah. the sad thing is that when I look at both of their charts, they do have a lot of components that are very similar. Giselle has a similar T-square between her first house, her seventh house, and her 10th house, and family creating that balance. So she probably also does struggle with balancing having a successful relationship with having 
a notable career and being true to herself and her ambition with her ascendant being in Capricorn. And family brings that balance, just like with Tom, but she didn't have enough. The difference is Tom could have the family and he could have the person that caters to him and all that kind of stuff and be happy. Giselle can't, she's not mm -hmm. quite the same. So in order to keep that balance, she really needed somebody that could be a day-to-day -day partner for her in the running of the household, especially with her Juno, the asteroid that represents long-term commitment being in the helper sign of Virgo and in the organization daily functioning sign of Virgo. So she probably more than Tom Brady needed somebody that was there like helping her out and helping her run the household or being more present. And Tom Brady is a little more older Old school where he's oh i'm the football player that brings home the bacon and that'll be fine for everybody and that doesn't that doesn't work with somebody like giselle they also have the same kind of wound they have their chiron and taurus so a fear of losing possessions maybe a fear of how they appear their body a fear of losing security mm -hmm. they both could have helped each other with that and probably did but unfortunately football and tom brady's wants got in the way of that and also giselle's ambition got in the way of that but that's not necessarily mm -hmm. a bad thing. I think just, yeah, just but, not meant to be like a housewife. Yeah, but I and I want to point out that for the same reason that that this breakup is destined because of that Chiron placement. Yeah. Chiron for her is in the fifth house. So she has a wound around her possessions and her self-esteem. So she's not earning money or she's not represented in the way she earns or the way she expresses herself that and her creativity is not expressed that she feels that she's not enough. She's not doing enough, right? He has a wound in Taurus in the eighth house. So he feels if he's not building his legacy and earning money or earning from that legacy, he himself is also not doing that. So it's like a destined breakup because of the placement of their Chiron. And the only thing that one can do with this sort of like separation is look and say, okay, give her space to be creative and let him continue to play. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, could she have been creative during all of these years and focused her energy on herself and maintain the house possibly but because of the way her astrology is set up i would say she's more of a person who supports others in their creative venture more than she creates for herself so it's interesting but yeah but we were supposed to compare her though to leo Right. Yeah, we can go on and on. And yeah, just a final note, her chart does also indicate that she might be the type of person that when things aren't going her way, she'll blame somebody else. So that is true. Like she's rich enough to, she probably could have figured out a way to keep up with her career and manage it all. Heidi Klum has done it to a successful degree. Other people have done it, but why is she so resentful of her not having gone far enough? I think it's her mm -hmm. high expectations as indicated by her earth tendencies in her chart. And also she's probably likely to, instead of looking at her own limitations and how she's holding herself back, she's probably more likely to see herself as a martyr and blame the other person. And if she would have known that, yeah, maybe she wouldn't blame Tom Brady so much and realize, oh, maybe I need to make changes within myself. But moving on with Giselle now being a free agent in her life, love life, I'm surprised that more people haven't wondered if she was really meant to be with Leonardo DiCaprio all this time. Like, I forget when they dated, like in the early 2000s. Um, but I know when, when Leo and Giselle were a couple, it was like a big deal. They were like one of those couples that everybody just looked at. It was like this beautiful couple, a supermodel and this like heartthrob 
that were together and they were together for quite a bit of time, like many years. And then they broke up and with them both being officially single, were they meant to be together all along? Stella, what are your thoughts on that? My thoughts are on a level that they connected, I could see why they connected. His Venus is in the same sign as her moon in Scorpio. But being that he's a, it was just too much Scorpionic energy (laughs) with both of them, being that that's a connection, it was just too much Scorpionic energy and then negative energy around her son, which is his Saturn in Cancer. So we've got this person who's got a Venus in Scorpio. So there's a lot of occult or maybe dark sort of energy around their love life. This is Leo, obviously, and Sun in Scorpio, and also Mars in Scorpio. So he might be someone who in relationship is more reserved, is very hard to connect with, someone who can really hold back a lot of their either emotional or tie a lot of their emotions and feelings in the relationship to how they're feeling in the moment. And it might be romantic at first, but once you really like get to know someone, it's not a stable combination. So then we have his first house full of planets as well, which is a Libra. Of course, the moon is Mercury is there. Uranus is there. His ascendant is there and Pluto is there and they're all direct. There's no freaking planet that's in, in retrograde, like not even an ease of retrograde, not an ease of just understanding. So he's constantly transforming himself. Probably the reason why he likes younger women is because of this Libra in the first house and Mercury is there. Mercury is the sign of youth around the planet of youth. And he sees himself as someone who's young. He feels young. He probably exercises on a daily basis or does health food, just things in a healthful way. And that sort of attracted her beauty, really attracted him to her. But at the end of the day, that she needs herself. She needs way more stability. And her North Node would have been about building his fame as well, because I see that I think him and Tom Brady might have the same ascendant, but they have totally different planets. They're both Libra ascendant. And it's like everything is in the right place in terms of ascendant, but all the planets are in the wrong place. It's a coincidence, maybe not, that they have the same rising sign. But at the end of the day, this, her son in Cancer and his Saturn in Cancer in the 10th house means that even if she helps him with fame, like there'll be so much adversity between them, so many challenges, whether it's in travel, whether it's in competing with each other, whether it's in him needing her to be youthful. He probably has a really high standard when it comes to beauty, high standard when it comes to what he needs from his partner to look like, what he needs communicated. And maybe, and I'm not saying that dumb person, he's probably really intelligent, but it's immaturity. Immaturity in the way he might be approaching his relationships, immaturity in the way that he might be doing certain things. Deep signs, there's a lot of planets in Scorpio. But how he communicates everything is in this Libra sense. Like when you hear, for example, no offense to Kim Kardashian speak, and you're like, she's saying something intelligent. We still can't see her that way as a society. I personally think she is very smart for what she's accomplished. But a lot of people in society take her for granted. And that same energy is around Leo in his communication, where it's like, you're trying to speak to an adult, and it feels like 
a challenge to get them to agree with you or to get them to see your point of view or to get them to see something beyond their own experience. Because again, he has a lot of planets in the first house and his experiences are really important to him and everybody else's experiences, like his whole situation with saving the planet. And I see him making the effort. People do not take him seriously. <laughs> and I mean that with my whole heart. Like, I think he's doing such a good job, but they do not take him seriously. And it's, like, very difficult to see that because he even made a whole movie about it, yeah. you know, on Netflix that was really popular. But even then, like, it, the message is still whatever. And so it, the fact that his Venus, or sorry, his Mercury is in the first house means that his experience of how he's emoting it is trumping the greater understanding that is emoted in his words. I, I know that was a complicated word salad, but his experience is how he is expressing it. There's not a connection to others' experience with what's going on. And so he, he, he can overcome that. He, and I think he has tried to do that because he probably sees it as a weakness. But at the same time, to transcend this, you can't be driving around in a yacht that guzzles up 40 gallons of gas a day. That was a big controversy. Oh, you're here, the righteous one. But there's a different conversation you're having within yourself where you feel it's okay to have a yacht and like to spend all this gasoline or whatever it is. It should have been solar powered, but it's that irony. Like it's childish, it's immature, but he really does feel this way. He's very strongly connected to what he believes in, but it's given to us through a lens of his understanding and not necessarily of how it can connect to the greater global community rather. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. He probably has good ideas. His heart is in the right place, but he has a hard time relating. It really shows in his elements. So he's very like Libra Scorpio. Those are his strongest signs. He appears as a Libra, like very good looking, charming, all of that. But then he also has this hidden like Scorpio vibes, like dark kind of vibes, wants to be taken seriously with all his movies that he does. He, he has no planets in your signs. Oh, I'm sorry, you laughed. Oh, you just said it as well. They wouldn't give him an Oscar. <laughs> Remember for the longest time, he did. He crawled into the belly of a freaking bear or something yeah. or a horse. And they still wouldn't give him an Oscar. Like, I, that's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's like to be in a relationship with him. You're trying to connect to that person. And it's like, you will never laud him you will never award him because he his efforts really are just so basic you don't see it as something like he's trying too hard like he needs to relax yeah, sorry like, yeah it just clicked in my head how i wanted to explain yeah very story. on the outside seems shiny and then you get to know him and he's like dark and like, <laughs> himself, like insecure he's like the jock on the outside and the emo kid on the inside like that's leonardo dicaprio wow. and he yes. needs to find somebody that has like this unique mix of things that can take him out of his shell and inspire him. Yeah, he has no planets and earth signs and Giselle is like very earth, right? So she probably filled in that blank for him. But I also feel like that's a lot for somebody to take on. And then him and Giselle are both weak in the fire element. So it's like she fulfilled him in certain ways, but none of them were able to ignite and take it to the next level, probably. He also has no opposition to this chart. Mm -hmm. So none of his planets oppose each other most of his planets are on the bottom of his chart which means a lot is buried underneath the surface with him so with people that have no oppositions 
they have a hard time relating to others, but they do, usually don't know that they have a hard time relating to others. They usually have to learn that through life and lessons and all of that. So that could also lead to why he really hasn't been able to date anybody in his generation. And he dates a lot of 20 somethings. I think like the G Giselle was like the last person he dated that was around his age. Was it not? That's because he was around her age. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, they they were both in their 20s. He was born in 1974. Yeah, she was born in 1980. Okay, like six years apart. That's all. That's close. But it comes close. further and further away yeah, as he gets older he gets. and older. The mm -hmm. older he gets. Yeah, and then he has, he, he also has a similar T-square to Giselle where his first house of self, seventh house of relationship, 10th house of career, always are in this balancing act. It's hard to juggle it all. And home and family is what can bring that balancing act. But he's never really developed a home and family. I feel like one of the reasons probably Giselle broke up with him was because she needed somebody that could provide that home life. And he probably wasn't ready. But that is something that brings balance to his life. But he hasn't been able to achieve that yet but it's probably because he has like really he has a little bit of a challenging fourth house i mean he has capricorn on the fourth house so that could delay when he would want to start a family or maybe he probably didn't have the greatest early home life so it probably makes him kind of leery to just have a family right away he probably wasn't ready at the age that he was dating giselle he also has chiron in his seventh house and i know personally from experience, having that placement, the inner wound in the seventh house of relationships can make it very hard to know what's normal in a relationship, can make it hard to commit to a relationship. So he's probably has a lot of inner wounds when it comes to the idea of what does it mean to be in a committed relationship. Like and it's also in Aries too. So it's yeah. an immature, and not an immature sign because I'm not saying yeah. Aries are immature, but it's that sign of making decisions off the cuff like you're just you're trying to get through the day and you just make hot headed decisions and having Chiron there this wound in the sign of this sort of indecisive sign a sign that can start something but cannot follow through and for someone like Giselle it would have been frustrating someone who's so grounded yeah. seeing this person struggle to be able to follow through with the relationship that they're trying to build and it can't take this person seriously. Yeah, for sure. So that's probably yeah. what led to that. Now it has been reported that Leonardo DiCaprio and Gigi Hadid have been spending some time together. They've been spotted in similar environments, but they've, they have not confirmed nor denied that they are together. It's just people assume and rightfully because they're together. It's been seen, but is Gigi Hadid somebody that can bring out these hidden sides of Leo DiCaprio? Is she the one that can finally make him commit? What do you think? I think they have good aspects. She's got a lot of earth energy as well, which is nice. Very strong Taurus energy, Taurus sun, Taurus mercury, and ascendant Taurus. And it's all posing that Scorpio energy that he has going on. So that, that's good. That's positive. And then her Venus is in the 12th house in the same sign as this Chiron. So it could be that the way that she's showing him love heals some of those wounds. She might take him more seriously. She might be more connected to him somehow. She might have an understanding heart when it comes to how she appreciates him. And her Pluto is in Scorpio as well. And her North Node is connected to his Mars sun and Venus. I think that's a good sign, a good start. And like all things... <laughs> 
<laughs> it's not going to be perfect, but they can give it a try. Her Saturn is in Pisces, and she's about to have her Saturn return. Yeah. So with his Jupiter being in Pisces, it could be that he helps her get through this. And they're really meant to be with each other in this energetic moment. Long haul, do I see this being something where he gets married? Really? Which for him is all about that seventh house energy. Mars is in the second house, and it rules his seventh. It's going to be really connected to having someone who not supports him financially, but has the same values as him, probably, because I don't think he needs someone to support him financially, obviously, <laughs> but definitely has his same values. So her North Node being right there with his Mars, it might be that they share some values, they share some connection. And yeah, I think it's a positive sinistry for them both. Is it true or is it not true? That's the question. He could be there just to help her get through that moment. Like they're just really good friends. You know what I'm saying? And this sinistry here shows me someone who could be a really good friend, but also a really good connected person to them. She already has a daughter, I believe, with Zane. So, you know, it could be that he steps in and maybe becomes that sort of father figure. Being that he has the fourth house in Capricorn, someone with fourth house Capricorn could be someone who steps into that role. It would be very interesting. They don't need each other. This dying crazy love, I don't see that in the chart, but I definitely see good sinistry between them as maybe friends. So yeah. Yeah. And sometimes that's good. Sometimes there's certain people that don't need or don't want that whole love at all costs kind of relationship. And they want to be in a unit where it's two individuals that are together and are together because they want to be and not because they need to be. I was skeptical at first. At first I thought, okay, they look really good together. She's a Taurus. He's got that Libra rising. They're meant to be good looking. They're like Ken and Barbie, but is he just dating another 20 something year old? And then I looked at their charts a little bit more and where they're at right now. And I think they could be a pretty good match. I think he's more compatible with Gigi ironically than yeah. Giselle. I think Gigi, she has lightheartedness to her, but she has her son in the 12th house. So I think she can also be insecure. And I think Leo can help her with that emotionally. She also has a couple of T-squares in her chart. One of them involving her seventh house of relationships being the balancing act for that. So maybe Leo can provide that relationship balance. And then she could provide Leo DiCaprio with what it's like to be a part of a family if they get more serious and he becomes a father figure to her daughter and with her entering her Saturn in Pisces era in March 2023 I think this is finally when Gigi is going to enter this new era of not just being a supermodel and doing the things that she is meant to do and if you want to know more about that feel free to listen to our other episode about Gigi and Zane and what a coincidence that she's seeing somebody whether it's a friend or something more like Leo DiCaprio that's very much about humanitarianism I think he can support her in adding that to her career and adding that to what, how she contributes to society and he could bring some kind of clout to that and then on the flip side everything you were mentioning before about leo doing great work with humanitarianism and the environment but not being able to bring that to a larger audience i think Gigi could help with that because her chart indicates and she's even shown that she can draw an audience. She's definitely one of those influencers that this generation listens to, follows. And so she could even bring Leo's message to a newer generation or a wider audience. So I think they could really help each other in the growth that they're supposed to experience in the next few years. Yeah, she has Mercury and Taurus. So yeah. she has probably more grounded energy. People probably will connect with her more. She probably has more clout 
when it comes to certain things to a younger generation. So she might be the bridge to help him connect with that younger generation that does care about the same sort of topics that he's very enthused about, you know? Yeah. And I think the only downside as to why they may not be able to work out or what could get in the way is her fieriness. It's definitely more pronounced in her chart than his. She has her Venus in Aries. So how she gives love could be very impulsive. And Leo with his Scorpio energy, he could be giving in that, but he could also get resentful and secretly sensitive and all those things. So I think her fieriness can add a a good spice to their relationship, but it could potentially hurt Leo's feelings if she doesn't handle it with care. So I see that being a big challenge with them. But other than that, I think they have more substance as a couple than people may think right off the bat. Yeah, even if it says friends. But I definitely want to say there's a lot of fire. Venus in Aries, Mars in Leo, Jupiter in Sagittarius. A lot of fire, a lot. (laughs) She might be exciting. She might be fun, but she also might be off the cuff. She might make decisions too irrationally. And he's this quiet guy, like you said, and it could be a little bit off-putting for him. So for a long term, is that sustainable? We'll see. Maybe that's what he wants. Maybe that's why he feels he can't be with certain people because they're just, they die down a little bit after they've realized who he really is. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So time will tell. We may explore them in a future episode as things develop and as they maybe become official. Who knows? Hopefully you all enjoyed this analysis and hopefully have learned of things that you can look for when you think of your synastry with a potential love interest. So we will see you in the next episode, more episodes to come. I hope you enjoyed this one and see you next time. Bye.